Hello, everyone. This is Alicia from Your Way Weight Loss. Oh my gosh, I am such an old lady. I can't even tell you guys how long that took me to figure out. Um, okay, I asked my Instagram what they wanted me to talk about on my solo podcast episode. And actually, they gave me so many amazing ideas. I think I might hammer out a few. I'm going to write myself a little note here so I know what time I started. Okay. Oh my gosh. Can you guys believe that it is September 30th when you were listening to this? I don't know about you guys, but September like blew for me. Getting the kids back in school, making lunches. OMG, waking up. I never, I didn't remember last year having to wake them up so often, but they're like tired. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's because my kids are older, but they're in more activities or because like COVID where it doesn't exist anymore, right? Uh, they're in a lot of activities and it's just the pace is is something. So I'm running beside them, but we're going to get there. It has been nuts though. We're also in the middle of buying a new vehicle, which has been like just so much adulting, so much adulting, um, but no complaints. All is good here. Um, okay. So before I get going, I want to remind you guys that today is the very last day to join the fall promo. So right now we have four months on sale. Let me double check the price here, guys. So we have four months on four months on sale. We only do the four month membership once a year. So it's normally $169.99. So $170. And right now with the 20% off code, it's $135.99. So let's do the math, guys. Do $135.99 divided by how many days? $120. So it is $1.13 a day plus tax. We can even add the tax and tax a $1.30 a day. So right now, our fall promo is on sale for $1.30 a day. And I really hope, believe that every single day you will feel as a Your Way Weight Loss member that you got your money's worth. You got your $1.30 worth. Okay, so, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. What do I want to talk about? Let's talk about fall noise. It's perfect timing with what's happening with um, the fall promo. So fall noise. So Thanksgiving, Halloween, um, holidays. I first want to talk about noise. What does noise mean? So our members, this question was obviously asked by uh, a creepy follower or one of our members. So when we talk about noise, we basically mean food drama. And I think most of us who have struggled with our relationship with food in the past can relate to having had food trauma. So from my personal experience around this time of year, we start to panic about the mini chocolate bars and, oh my gosh, Halloween is coming. Oh, and then it's my birthday. I truly used to believe that coexisting my birthday and Halloween couldn't could not coexist with weight loss. Like I truly believe that. Like the concept for me was just like crazy. It's like I didn't realize that I was in control. And having said that, it's because I wasn't in control. I was not, I did not have my relationship with food under control. It was frantic almost. It was, I had a scarcity mindset around food. I had spent years, years dieting. And all of my years of dieting, what that gave me was food drama. It gave me an unhealthy relationship with food. I feared food. I really struggled to um, eat, not eat past fullness with certain foods. So I was really struggling with my relationship with food. So 
when people have struggled with their relationship with food, and this is not everyone in the world, not everyone has struggled with their relationship with food, but I think it's a big part of us. So when you have struggled with your relationship with food, I think you can probably connect with me saying noise. There is noise in your head around food. That's how you know you are struggling with your relationship with food. When there's noise, when there's drama, when it takes up a lot of space. So with this, with this, this is what we work on at Your Way Weight Loss. This is literally what our goal is for you to have a healthier relationship with food. And if you do not start forming a healthier relationship with food, you will never lose the weight and keep it off ever. You will just continue the cycle of dieting, restricting, deprivation, way off the wagon because you felt deprived, repeat. You need, you need, you want to shift your focus from weight loss and put your focus on creating a better relationship with food. And you know what? I know guys, you're like, "Mm, that sounds fun. Jose and I were actually talking today about, you know, the sexiness of saying, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. That feels sexy, doesn't it? You're like, okay, not only does that feel sexy because you're like, yes, I'd love to lose 20 pounds, but I think probably most of you listening, if I said, okay, you're going to lose 20 pounds before the holidays, you'd be like, okay, game on. You probably would know exactly what to do. You would probably know exactly what that would look like. And as it is human nature to just go back to what we've always done, it's human nature to feel anxious when something is unknown to us. When If, if you've never consciously gone into a program with the goal of changing your relationship with food, then you don't know what that looks like. You don't know what that feels like. And you don't know if that's going to be enough. Is that going to be enough for weight loss? Can I really lose weight just by healing my relationship with the food, just by healing the trauma of the diet industry from years? I mean, the answer is yes. I'm going to tell you yes, but I'm never going to promise you anything. So I understand why it's frightening, why it's scary, why it feels weird to go into something saying, I'm going to heal my relationship with food. But I cannot, I, I, I don't know how to tell you guys more that that's the secret. I mean, we keep telling you guys what the secret is, but um, people still think, I think that we're, yeah, I don't know, that we're secretly on a spin bike all the time, or I, I'm not sure. We keep showing up. We keep showing you our authentic selves. We keep showing you what is possible. And I'm not special. There's nothing special about me. Oh yeah, but it worked for her because nope, I am just a regular human that decided to heal her relationship with food. And there's no reason why you cannot do the exact same. Okay. So let's get into the actual bits. So Thanksgiving tell, uh, okay. Okay. Here's how we're going to work on our relationship with food. We're going to start, well, first of all, you're going to join your weight loss and you're going to start listening to the content. And when you start taking in different content, when you start hearing a different way of thinking, a different way of speaking, it's like a different language. Guys, you are going to learn a different language at your weight loss, literally a different language. We speak differently about weight loss. We speak differently about our bodies. We speak differently about food. That's what you're going to learn. You're going to learn a new language. And in order to learn a new language, you need to submerge, submerge, nope, sub, you need to put yourself in that environment. And the more time you can spend in that environment, the faster you're going to learn the language. 
So you're going to start by joining your weight loss, and then you're going to start by watching our videos. So we have an entire program waiting for you. Uh, we also have corresponding uh, reflection questions so that you can take in what we're saying, but then you can reflect it and apply that to your own life. So then you're going to start listening to yourself think, and you're going to start challenging your beliefs. You need to get in that brain of yours. So when your brain starts to panic about Thanksgiving, then there's going to be all that pie and it's such a terrible time to lose weight. I want you to say to your brain, but why Thanksgiving is one day. First of all, you could eat whatever you wanted on Thanksgiving. You could consume 70,000 calories on Thanksgiving, maybe not that much, um, and still lose weight in October. Okay. There's not one day is not going to define your success or a calorie deficit or, or anything in that month. However, it's also possible something else you need to consider. So you need to challenge the belief that you think it needs to be this perfect month. That's what we think. And it's not your fault. We think that everything needs to be absolutely perfect for weight loss. So like we wait until there's like a two week span where like we don't have any social events and there's no, there's no holiday. That's when we, that's when we start weight loss. And I understand why, because every other weight loss program you've done before in the past, it was very difficult to coexist that weight loss program and your birthday or that weight loss program and Halloween or that weight loss program and Thanksgiving. Again, your way weight loss is the opposite. We are going to teach you how to live through your real life. What is the point of losing weight in a way that cannot align with who you are? You need to find a way that you can still show up as who you want to be when your kids are sick, when you're busy, when you're tired, when it's the holiday, when it's your birthday. They don't have to be separate. So step one is believing that you can still create a calorie deficit even when there's events. Now, I know I'm talking about a calorie deficit right now, but, and I started talking about the healing our relationship with food. That's our goal. Okay. But I think you're going to need me to convince you that you can also lose weight doing that. So that's what I'm going to do. So first of all, we need to accept that you can, it's one day Thanksgiving after that though, here's a concept. How much pie you eat actually matters. So here's what I mean. I used to be terrible for this. So I am for sure a self-proclaimed all in, all out, black or white, hardcore, like I'm just like next level. And that actually, that quality doesn't always serve me. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. So let's say I'm like giving her, okay, I'm going to eat all the things. This is what my diet brain used to tell me. You've already messed up. It doesn't matter. You might as well eat the rest of the pie. I'm sure so many of you listening to this can connect with that conversation that you have had with yourself in your brain. Maybe it's not about pie. Maybe it's about donuts or cookies or chips. It's at night. It's on the weekend. You tell yourself, it doesn't matter. I've already messed up. Mine as well finish. Or you've told yourself, I'm going to finish all of this pie. So it's not in my home tomorrow. I'm going to finish it all. So it's, so it's gone. How many times have you guys told yourself that those are diet thoughts? Those thoughts are not, those thoughts come from someone that is struggling with their relationship with food. Those thoughts are creating your actions. So you are eating three pieces of pie because you thought to yourself, what's the point? It doesn't matter. Mine as well eat the rest. 
get rid of it so it's not in the house tomorrow. Your thoughts, you guys, you were not broken. You are not eating three pieces of pie because you do not have willpower or you're not motivated or you're addicted to sugar. Those are not the reasons why you're eating three pieces of pie. You were eating three pieces of pie because you need to heal your relationship with food. And that starts with your thoughts. You need to get in your thoughts. Step one is acknowledging your thoughts. You guys might have those thoughts and you didn't even realize you were having them. Step two is to challenge those thoughts. So I've done this with myself. I've been in my pantry after having three shots of chocolate chips and my brain says, what's the point? You've already messed up. Keep going. And then my rational thinking kicks in and says, actually, it does matter. Guys, when you've created a calorie surplus in your life, there's not like a check mark on the calendar in your body that says like surplus check, she's going to gain weight. It's literally a number. Now, obviously, don't focus on that part, but like your body's keeping track. So I could create a deficit, a surplus on Thanksgiving, and maybe I'm plus 1,200 calories after my Thanksgiving feast. Okay. I could also be plus 7,300 calories. They're both surplus. I created a surplus that day, but one is a lot bigger than the other. And you know what? In order to lose weight, the math has to work out. It's not like you cap out at a certain amount and your body's like, oh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm done. Nope, your body saves that energy for later and it stores it as fat. So if I have an extra 1,200 calories of energy left versus an extra 7,000 calories of energy left, there's going to be a different amount of fat stored on my body. So it's so important that you guys challenge that thought, that you say to yourself, actually, it does matter. It does matter. And I didn't mess up. I didn't mess up. I didn't do anything bad. You have to be so careful about labeling certain behaviors as bad, labeling certain foods as bad. That is creating a scarcity mindset around those foods. When you tell yourself, I'm going to eat all the pie now, so there's no pie in my fridge on Monday, you are telling yourself that you can't eat pie on Monday. And that's creating a scarcity mindset. And that's why you're eating five pieces of pie on Thanksgiving. If you truly believed and gave yourself permission to eat pie, you would start to have an abundance mindset around food. And you would remind yourself, this is amazing. I'm going to take this piece. I'm going to enjoy it. I did not do anything bad. I just lived my life. And if I want more tomorrow, guess what? I can have more tomorrow. And do you know what? Think about it. Three pieces of pie in one day versus one piece of pie for three days is the same math. However, mentally in our brain, it's like we think it has to be on this day. I eat all the bad things. I, I feel totally stuffed. I feel like shit. I feel guilty. I have to remove my pants and wear leggings. And then the next day I'm on a diet. That is diet mentality. That is you struggling with your relationship with food. I feel like I was all over the place, but I'm really hoping there was some good stuff you guys got out of this. So that's just me talking about Thanksgiving. Then we talk about Halloween. I mean, Halloween comes before Thanksgiving. If you have children, there's going to be a lot of nutrient deficient, highly processed, extremely palatable food items in your home. Do you notice that I did not call that junk food? I did not call that bad food. I just called that highly processed, very palatable, nutrient deficient food because that's what it is. It is not bad. It is not bad. When you say certain food is bad and then you consume that food, you feel like you're bad. You feel you are not worthy. Have you ever eaten McDonald's in your car, hiding, 
hoping no one sees you. Why are you doing that? Because you've told yourself the story before that McDonald's is bad and you shouldn't eat it. And you're hiding it because you feel like you are not worthy if you people know you eat McDonald's. Guess what? McDonald's isn't bad. Yeah, I said it. Obviously, obviously it's, I'm not saying McDonald's is nutritious and good for you. You should go and eat McDonald's all the time. I'm just saying McDonald's isn't bad. We cannot define health from one food item or one event in your life. Health is like a bigger picture thing, which is not the conversation we're getting at. The conversation I'm getting at is you need to stop labeling things as bad because then you feel shame and guilt. You tell yourself, I shouldn't be eating McDonald's. You tell yourself, I'm only going to eat it this one time and then I won't for like a month. So because you've told yourself that story, when you order it, you get a Big Mac meal supersized with 10 nuggets on the side because you've told yourself that it's the last time you're going to eat it for a month. You are creating a scarcity mindset in your brain. You are creating drama around food in your brain. And we need to heal your relationship with food. I'm just going to finish by saying this. I have always struggled with my relationship with food. I've not always struggled with my weight. As a teenager, as a child, maybe I was a little bit overweight as a child. I don't know, I'll have to ask Linda. Um, as a teenager, I was not. I looked at my prom pictures, just skinny little thing with beautiful breasts right where they should be. Um, but I was, but I was struggling with my relationship with food. So that doesn't have a look just because I was thin does not mean I have a healthy relationship with food. I was always struggling with my relationship with food over restricting. I always had a, um, always struggled with my, um, body image, my relationship with my body never felt good enough, never felt thin enough. So I've always struggled with my relationship with food. Always literally since a young child, I can remember going to the convenience store, you guys, and having a scarcity mindset around nutrient deficient food like chips and chocolate bars, highly processed food I, and candy. I remember that. Okay. It was more, it was more, it, it was, I had an unhealthy relationship with food from very, such a very young age. And I wish that I could somehow share with you guys what happens in my brain now. And it is beautiful. And if you would have told me seven years ago when I decided I'm done dieting, I'm doing this for real, that I could be where I am today, I would have laughed in your face. I would have never believed you that I could go into a month with Thanksgiving, my birthday and Halloween with zero concern about my weight. I wish that you could see that when I have events, when I'd like my birthday, uh, the only thing is excitement that I feel in control. I am in control. That was one of the things I struggled with the most with my relationship with the food. I often felt out of control around food, whether that was a party, whether it was me eating McDonald's in my car by myself, I felt out of control. Whether I'd gone to um, Dollarama and gotten 10 chocolate bars and crushed four in my car, I felt out of control. And the thing I am celebrating with you today is how in control I feel around food. And you guys are like, why, how, how did you do that? I healed my relationship with food by challenging, by disrupting what I used to believe about food, by learning about calorie deficit, by experiencing it myself, by working darn hard to create an abundance mindset around food. That's how I got to where I am today. So if you have listened to this and you can relate to having to struggling with your relationship with food, you can relate to that diet cycle 
and you feel like you are ready to finally stop dieting and you feel like you're finally ready to heal your past trauma with food and to get in that brain of yours and to listen to your thoughts and to challenge those thoughts, you need to get in that brain and challenge your thoughts with rational thoughts. And what's going to happen eventually, you won't think it first. You'll just go to the rational thought. And when your thoughts start to change, your behaviors start to change. And then you get to see these amazing results that don't feel hard. You're like, whoa, how did that just happen? Do you know how that happened? You healed your relationship with food. So if you've enjoyed this episode, you want to, you want that for your life, you deserve that for your life because I have so much more space in my brain to think about other things because I'm not over obsessing about what I am or am not going to eat, how much I weigh, what I look like, who's going to see me eating what. It's just clarity. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. Join the four month special. It is today is the very, very, very last day code YWWL20 for 20% off. And I will talk to you guys soon.